0: Welcome to the BQBL FailCast. This is the, uh, what is this, week five? Week five. I want to say it's week five. Yes, yeah, uh, 2019. I'm your host, Alex Seifler. I'm joined by the commissioner, uh, Matthew Hoffman, Doc. So this week we, uh, we got a little bit of BQBL history.
1: We did, and another exciting Monday Night Game. But before we get into it, I, I have a question for you, right? So. I saw that uh, earlier this weekend, you tweeted that it's BQBL gold whenever a quarterback doesn't practice with first team all week and then gets thrown in. So, my question for you is, do we know why Baker Mayfield wasn't practicing with the first team? <laughs> um,
0: so, so, what, uh, what, our, what our, our fair commissioner is referring to is that um, Adam Gase, in his infinite wisdom, decided that it would be better for Sam Darnold to take all of the first team snaps this week, even though Sam Darnold didn't even look particularly likely to play. And then he ended up throwing Luke Falk in there anyway. And um, the team was Falked as one could imagine. Um, So
1: so Baker Mayfield did
0: practice? Uh, Well, it, I believe that he spent most of his time making commercials. Um, and the best tweet that I saw was that um, someone said, is it too late to reshoot all the Baker Mayfield commercials with Gardner Minshew? <laughs> and I actually do think that they should do those reshoots.
1: Absolutely. But I think that
0: the the Baker Mayfield ascendance was a little bit maybe premature and that uh, Nick for pointing out that they definitely should never be a last round pick is correct. They should, the, the Browns should never be a last round pick in BQPL. I think that, if anything, that's what they're proving now and forever. Um, so the, the history that I referred to earlier, and I, I did bury the lead slightly, is that um, Russ had a monumental achievement this week. Uh, Typically, when one owner has a team that goes for, you know, north of 75, 100 points, the other team that they have has a a regular week, you know, scores on the order of, you know, 20 or 30 points. Um, We've never before had an owner have two teams go off in the same week until now. And between the Cleveland Browns, Uh, who Matt mentioned, were abysmal and the Jets, who were somehow worse, um, even though I think they scored slightly fewer points, um, the Jets were way worse. Um, And the ways that they were worse are very difficult to capture in BQBL scoring, because you don't get points for the coach being a complete and utter moron. Like that, you can't get BQBL points, Luke Falk just did the best he could. It's not his fault that, you know, that Sam Darnold has mono, but still got all the first-team reps. It's not his fault. And he did the best he could, totally ineffectively, as you would expect, you know, against the Eagles. Yes. Uh, But Russ ended up putting up almost 200 points. In fact, he was two points short of putting up 200, and I went through all the years, and that is a record score. And I think it's a record by over
1: 30 points. No, that's not true at all. Um, I, I was going to uh, take... Really? I was already going to take umbrage with your uh, contention that no, no player has ever had two teams go off in a week. Um, and, yeah, start be- them both. And, and start them both. And start them both. And start them both. I believe this is still a record. I don't think any team has ever hit 200 before. But uh, in week two of 2011... I started Jacksonville, who scored 98, and Kansas City, who scored 93, for a total of 191.
0: Um, oh, I didn't go all the way back to 2011. Eight.
1: That was kind of the prehistory days. That was when the scoring system was far different yeah. than it is now. now. Yes, that's true. But so, so that was the only time I think two teams were started that, that both went off, um, and that was 191. Week 7 of that year, Will scored 188. Um, and then I think in 2012 there was another like 191 point outing, um, but I think like before it was one team who did very well, right? Or there was a 187 that was a 174 and 13, um, but but it wasn't too. And those teams those ones. scores typically had a lot of the the high point accelerators, like
0: you know the off season nonsense and um, and that kind of stuff, did it? Like you used to have like you'd have a bad outing and then you'd also have the like the vote of confidence and then you'd also have the like all these other things that be eliminated.
1: Yeah, I, the 191 and the 188, neither of those had 24 seven points attached to it. So they were just, they were just bad weeks. Is yeah, that right? That mm-hmm. is right. All
0: right. Well, my, so my contention is correct, but it's not, it's not a, it's, it's certainly a record of the modern era. By a significant margin. Yeah. If you go back to the pre-modern era, with, with before we changed the scoring system.
1: Yes, I mean um, there were more very high scores. Okay. Will's Will's one hundred and eighty-eight was the one hundred and seventy-eight score by Oakland that we talk about often, and then ten by Washington. Um, whereas you know, yes, yeah, Oakland's perfect game. Yeah. 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 So uh, anyway, it's still a record, but only by about seven points, and certainly a modern era record by by whatever you said thirty or something
0: yeah I mean although even with the modern scoring system that Oakland game would still be incredibly high scoring
1: yes yeah I haven't rescored it Uh, it would be interesting to know what the scoring would be now
0: maybe that'll be a little treat for our viewers for next week yeah
1: Um,
0: but but either way um, the the headliner here is that Baker Mayfield with eight for 22 Um, and then uh, he actually could have had an additional twenty points if his twenty-five yard pass had been twenty-four yards to Jarvis Landry. <laughs> um, he would have gotten twenty additional points. No, not twenty. Um, he would have gotten ten plus six. Uh, what's what's the six plus six
1: more? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So he would have gotten sixteen oh. additional points, which would have pushed him easily over two hundred.
1: Wait, no, no. It would he would have been a no. Twenty-five is ten. What's the other one he would have gotten?
0: Oh, he had exactly
1: 100. So, you um, know, he, he would have no, gotten actually yeah. 20, 25 more. So, he would have gotten 35 more points. So, he was very close to – yeah, very close to yeah, breaking, he, breaking a gigantic game.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, it was, it was just, just short of being truly remarkable. But the combination of having two teams go off in the modern era, starting them both, sublime. Uh, but Baker Mayfield went eight for 22, 100 yards, no touchdowns, two picks – Plus, of course, uh, a fumble lost and a fumble kept. Um, and the, um, at one point, they, they showed Freddie Kitchens on the sideline, and I saw a replay of this. You can actually see Freddie Kitchens mouth the words, get him the fuck out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good sign that that is a true benching. <laughs> if, oh. if, you need to, if you ever need to go to the replay on was this a benching or not, and you catch the coach mouthing, get him the fuck out of the game. You can be fairly confident it's a true bench.
1: I have no idea what happened for most of this game. You said you didn't watch it. I watched part of the first half, and I was still following some fantasy receivers. And it seems like nothing happened. Like, Did, did he throw a completed pass the entire second half? I, I think they went three and out. Like four drives, and that was all they did in the second half. It's amazing. They he kept taking sacks. Is was one
0: of the uh, one of the issues was that um, on twenty two dropbacks, sorry, on twenty uh, six dropbacks, he took four sacks, um, which is kind of a lot to take um, because you don't get that many drives, and when you're running the ball, um, a grand total of eighteen times. Um, Being down by as much as you were, you don't get that many opportunities.
1: But let me let me read you the play-by-play of the second half. He came out, and on the first pass, Mayfield threw of the second half. He completed twenty yards to Odell Beckham. From that point on, no yards the rest, or two yards the rest of that drive on a rush. The next drive, three and out, zero yards gained. The next drive, three and out three yards gained and that was on a run by nick chubb and then the last drive of the game three plays four yards and a three and out and again those four yards came from nick chubb runs so it's i mean it's it's amazing and
0: on top of that like they had drives of zero yards, negative six yards seven yards um negative 5 yards, negative 10 yards, 22, 0, 3, and 4. And then there were two drives that they were actually decent. One they kicked a field goal on, and one that was a uh, 17-yard drive. But they had a total of one drive that went over 17 yards. Yeah. Truly remarkable um, yeah. in terms of the ineptitude and the inability to get anything going.
1: Yeah. So – the, uh, speaking of, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if speaking of, of ineptitude, but uh, as I said rest, rest wins this week. I, uh, I'm not really sure what's going on with this team. He has 14 and a half wins on the season. This is through five weeks. So he has scored half a win, zero wins, zero wins, and then seven wins, seven wins. So he's won two weeks and he has lost or, or tied for last in the other three
0: sounds like the Cleveland Browns, if I'm being totally honest. That was... It sounds like he gets up for certain games, that he beats the Ravens, and then he just gets mercilessly beaten by the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, they traveled across country. Like, I get it. It was their hangover game after the Ravens. It was a Monday night game. They traveled across country. They thought they were pretty good. They were going to take over the lead in the division if they won. And they were just – they were ready to go to the bottom. They were ready to go bad. Um, but 8 for 22 is pretty special.
1: Yeah, it really is. You you rarely see sub-40%. And to be that close to 30 is, as you said, special. Yeah, really special. And the funny thing is the first pass of this game was
0: thrown by Beckham. Yes. Uh, and then the other funny thing is um, – Again, no one cares about fantasy leagues, but I am in a league where a guy was winning up until the very last play of that game, and he lost by a point based on the Odell Beckham punt return fumble. <laughs> so he was, he was winning, and he had Odell Beckham, and all he needed was for nothing to happen. And Beckham fumbles the punt return. It gets recovered by San Francisco, and he loses. Um, truly a remarkable way to lose, a fantasy football game. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Essentially, the, the, the <laughs> yeah, he just, he gave away all of the points there. It's just, just so good.
1: That's fantastic. But uh, anyway, like, like Russ's performances, this week was, was very up and down. Um, Russ scored 198 obviously and won the week, far and away above the second score this week, which was Sarah. scored a respectable 47. Um, Jake scored 29 to take third, and Joe scored 24 and fourth. But after that, there was a severe drop-off, as you uh, did not not get Tampa Bay correct this week. No, I missed it. Yep. So they scored two. Minnesota scored negative two, and you finished with zero. But that zero was good for three. Yeah.
0: Technically, I got Tampa Bay. Correct in the context of my team, uh, they were my high-scoring team at two. That's fair. Um, like I certainly wouldn't have done better had I benched them.
1: Yep. Okay, so maybe you did get Tampa correct, um, and it, I, it was good really for three, three wins. <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, I would have gotten
0: the same three wins regardless.
1: No, no, Actually, you no, would not have. Because if I started
0: Tampa, if I started Kansas City instead of Tampa Bay, I would lost a win to Joe.
1: To Will. Um, because will will started yeah will started his worst lineup actually he could have finished second if he'd started Baltimore and in Indy he finally benched his first two picks and he finally started his last two picks that had been the the best performers so far and of course it was the wrong decision this week as Baltimore And Indianapolis were actually all good. Um, Carolina scored eight. Atlanta scored negative nine. But Atlanta again always looks terrible and somehow points up stats. Yeah, there is a kind of the Matt Ryan
0: um, core ability is to just throw terrible incomplete passes and then score touchdowns, or to get a game-winning drive late in the game. He has a lot of gaming drives that salvage terrible games. Well, salvage, that ruin perfect games. (laughs) depending on whether you're talking about mill and good or mill and bad. So, yeah, the, um, the the net result, of course, is that Will ended up with a negative one score, um, which usually would be good for last, but this week bought him two wins, which he was pretty fortunate with. Yep. And the only reason that that worked out for him is because Nick started a team that was looking really strong in Houston, but um, you know Houston kind of woke up all of a sudden and managed a negative 28 score. Um, which is easily the most negative score that we've seen in a few weeks, um, if not all season.
1: Um, I see a negative twenty-two. There was a negative thirty-eight from Baltimore oh, in week oh, one.
0: Oh yeah, that week one, Baltimore, negative thirty-eight. Yeah, so it's, it's certainly not the season high, but it's definitely um, a strongly negative score for Houston, and it ruined next week.
1: It did, and actually, he could have
0: started the Chargers. Chargers would have been good. It would have brought him a couple wins, but
1: he left the Chargers on the bench. I uh, I had forgotten. You mentioned that Nick had commented in our draft that he couldn't believe Cleveland was the last-round pick. I had sort of, in my mind, thought that Nick had Cleveland, and, and I was sort of amazed that he was going to go from last place to first place. But, no, he had San Francisco, and they only scored six.
0: Yeah. Um, and San Francisco is disappointing this year. Um, I think that Garoppolo – is riding, you know, a very good defense and just questionable offense to respectable scores.
1: Yeah, and they've got a good running game and a good defense. So it's sort of the Russell Wilson corollary.
0: Yeah, or it reminds me of those Kansas
1: City teams
0: that uh, on for a while. Yes, that's also true. Where you just have these like you know, two touchdowns and 212 yards and no points. Yep. And you're, you're just hoping that he ends up with 198
1: rather than 212. So, yeah, so uh, Nick lost the week, and I finished next to last, and that does mean that things are a little bit tighter. Uh, I still maintain the lead at uh, 25, but my cushion has sort of gone away. Joe took over second place at 22.5, Alex at 21, Sarah and Nick tied at 18, Russ with 14 and a half, and Jake and Will at 10 and a half in last place right now. Now, Alex, on the spreadsheet, you have highlighted in blue a number of teams. Is is there a reason for this?
0: Oh, I was just tracking how many teams are on their option, Mm. um, i.e. not who they wanted to start to start the season. Um, Now, it's arguable that, you know, about Jacoby Brissett or about some of these teams where um, you have the young guy taking over and the, you know, like Eli Manning losing out to, to Daniel Jones, that was definitely intended. Um, so those were a little arguable, but what's unarguable is the starter that was listed as the starter of the depth chart in August is no longer the starter for 10 of the teams. Um, and we're only five games into the season. And one team is onto their third string quarterback, which probably bears a little bit of discussion.
1: That's true. Because, huh? uh,
0: oh man, he actually played pretty well. Did, you know, uh, Devlin Hodges, who is definitely a made up player.
1: Devlin Hodges looked good. Hard to know whether the Ravens defense is just that bad. But yeah, Pittsburgh onto its third quarterback. And it, it looks like they're going to roll with Hodges this week, it seems. I was initially wondering whether we were going to get some 24-7 points to have a street-free agent brought in and start. Uh, it looks like they're going to start Hodges.
0: Yeah, we, we may see some 24-7 points from this uh, this Freddie Kitchens-Baker-Mayfield thing that's going to start happening now because it's clear that the media is ready to uh, to lash out at that. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what happens there. Um, might need to see if... Uh, if we get some real action going on, like if there's any kind of a Twitter dispute between the two of them.
1: We should say also, right. Washington was on their third quarterback of the season, starting Colt McCoy this past week. Um, And they scored 41 to help Sarah uh, into second place this week. So Sarah actually had two third string quarterbacks. She started Washington and Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think in Washington it's a little debatable because I think that (laughs) they were not supposed to put um, Hawkins, Haskins Askins in the game, no matter what. Yeah, I think the direction was to not put Haskins in the game, and then Jay Gruden went and did it anyway. Um, and then Jay Gruden got fired. Um, and I, like, I don't know if this is a controversial take, but I actually don't think that Jay Gruden is a bad coach. I think really what happened is they just have terrible pieces to work with awful pieces, bad line you know, very mediocre everywhere, no stars, bad free agent signings. And I think that he's actually been doing okay. You know, last year they were five and two at one point and they were leading the division. Um,
1: I I agree. I I don't know whether Jay Gruden is a bad coach, but I do know that Washington is a bad organization. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I guess firing the coach is the thing that you do when you're a bad organization and you haven't won a game and it's week five. Um, and he's not a new coach. Like, I mean, you're not going to see whatever his name is in Miami Flores get fired. Um, and you're not going to see Zach Taylor in, in Cincinnati get fired. But they're both 0 for, yes. Um and, and also looking like they're not particularly interested in winning. No. Um, although Cincinnati certainly come closer than Miami. They
1: have. Has. But this week we've got, I mean, uh, you know, looking ahead, we have a marquee game in BQBL as Washington goes to Miami, and that should, should be a fairly epic suck fest.
0: Yeah, Bill Callahan they brought in as the interim head coach. Okay. Which means what you're going to get is approximately a billion rushes. They might, it, it, they might not even carry a quarterback in the game. They might just put a running back back there and be like, hey, try to stop us.
1: Uh, Pittsburgh has Um, tried – Pittsburgh's tried that a bunch the past few weeks, though uh, it uh, didn't seem to work very well when the running back actually tried to throw.
0: Oh, yeah. Jalen Samuels threw easily the worst pass of the week, (laughs) where I I had to look up whether he was right or left-handed, because that's how bad the pass was. Um, It turns out he is, in fact, right-handed. But um, (laughs) the player he threw to was so not expecting a pass that he didn't even bother to look back at the quarterback to see the pass sail like four feet over his <laughs> head and get intercepted. Yeah. So um, that, it, I don't know if that's play design or player decision or both, but it did not work out.
1: Yeah, I would say I'm, I always wonder whenever anyone, whenever they try a trick play or running back is trying to, to get to the edge and it's strong out and they're clearly going to lose six yards why they don't throw it away. And, and I think watching that play, maybe I now understand because you just can't trust the running back to throw it out of bounds.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing is oftentimes when the linemen gets downfield. Mm. Because if, if you have a lineman that's past the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. and you throw the ball, it's automatically a penalty and loss of down. There bounds. you go. Okay. So, like, so if they're doing their job and they're blocking downfield, then you can't Got throw it, it right. away. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that in those cases, you just got to try to run out of bounds and, and get as much ground back as you possibly can. Um, I mean, what you really don't want to do is eat a huge hit there <laughs> for no reason. Um, but uh, what we'll, we'll, we'll call the, the Josh Allen play, <laughs> where the play is going poorly and you just eat a gigantic hit for no good reason.
1: Um, and I'll say, amazing. so from I wanted to say to bring attention to your team as well, you said you started Tampa and that was your best option. Um, when we started talking, I said, oh, well, yeah, you didn't start Kansas City and you missed you missed a good week. And then we realized that they still scored negative four, even though this was by far their worst game. They only scored 13 points and they still scored negative four. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is a beast. Whereas I think on the other hand,
0: you've got the uh, the, the the murderous row of Luke Falk and David Fales, the actual names of the quarterbacks – of that New York is trotting out there for the Jets, Falk and Fails. I mean, there's like, there's losing, and then there's putting a fine point on it. (laughs) And I think when, when, when Falk gets injured and you're like, who do we have left? You're like, Fails. You're like, perfect. That sounds right. Put him in. (laughs) And they run David Fails out there to take a sack um, and hand the ball off, which is what he did. Um, It's a, It's pretty spectacular. And I I, I do honestly feel for the Jets fans right now, because not only do they have among the worst owners in all of football, they have a coach that's clearly insane um, in Adam Gase, and really no talent on the team outside of the defense. So, like, how do you even improve from there? Like, I think Sam Darnold's actually pretty decent as a young quarterback, but they're obviously gonna ruin him, right? Like, do we really think that he is mono, or is he maybe just holding him out because, like, they're like, "Yeah, hey, we don't want him to die."
1: Right, and and you say it's not dying from a ruptured spleen, just just dying from getting getting hit because the team is that bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory, but I think it probably is. I wouldn't put him out there.
1: I like it. There's I mean, no need.
0: I can There's certainly. No need s- David Carr. Him. Like David yeah. Carr had a rough. And, you know, like, he's 20 – what, Bradford – Darnold's, like, 22 years old right now. Yeah. Like, why put him out there behind a terrible team? He's not going to get better running for his life and taking sacks and, you know, throwing to whatever's left of Demarius Thomas, Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. Like, that's not an NFL wide receiver core. That's, like, the best you could get off the waiver wire. I do, like – I is actually how they filled
1: their team. I like the conspiracy theory of maybe he had mono and now he's sort of back practicing, but he's like, yeah, you know, guys, I, uh, I'm not sure my spleen's quite, quite ready yet. Don't think yeah, we're spleen, taking it. In. spleen, I, look, I can't control
0: my spleen. It does what it does. Um, <laughs> and by spleen, I mean my agent, and my agent says it's not my interest to play. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, but the combination of fuck and fails, um, ended up with 120 yards, but when you subtract 10 sacks for 59 yards, they netted only 61 yards from the passing game. <laughs> ten,
1: <laughs> 10 sacks is special. 10 sacks for 59 yards. I mean, that's, uh, that,
0: that's significant. Um, the QB rating for, David Falk, for Luke Falk was 1.8, and the QB rating – for or the the QBR, I should say, total quarterback rating. The total quarterback rating for David Fales, who I'll remind you, only took sacks and handed the ball off, was actually higher than the QBR for Luke Falk, who threw complete passes.
1: What 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 was Luke Falk's rating again?
0: Uh the the total QBR for Luke Falk was 1.8. Okay. Whereas Fales ended up with a 3.2.
1: Okay. Well <laughs> so uh Cleveland, right? Uh, Mayfield was one point four. Sure, because you
0: can actually get worse than just being terrible.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, Though you know what's what? What amuses me actually is that uh, Mayfield had a one point four QBR. Garrett Gilbert, who came in to throw one incomplete pass and handoff a few times, had a point two. And Odell Beckham had a ninety eight point four, so together they summed to a hundred <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> also, like
0: maybe Beckham should be throwing the ball more. I mean I, I'm just spitballing
1: here. Yeah, well, he wasn't doing a good job catching it last night.
0: That's fair. We're um,
1: holding on to it. I, I
0: heard he's a pretty good kicker. I heard soccer was really his best sport, so maybe he should be uh he should be out there kicking field goals.
1: Yeah, uh, better than whoever the Titans had.
0: Oh yeah, Was it, Cairo Santos or something? Um, I believe it was Cairo Santos.
1: Um, yes, Cairo Santos, uh, zero for four. He missed
0: four, four field goals. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that's a perfect. That's a perfect game in the BKBL league, <laughs> <laughs> which would be such a horrible league. Oh man, I can't even imagine.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, It's right. Pick one is whoever is on the Chargers, and then whoever's on the Bucks.
0: And then Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then whoever's on you, the Vikings. You just, you just yep. go to, yep. And then Chicago. Yeah. You just could have a line yep. of like teams that have terrible weather who just can't get decent kickers. And then also the Chargers for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, it's not a weather problem. It's just the Chargers suck. They're just a bad franchise, right? That's.
1: Okay. Uh, actually, we well, should. So we should. We should update Alex. Apparently, uh, Sam Darnold has been cleared to play. <laughs> yeah, but it's,
0: it's still Monday. <laughs> you know, his spleen could swell. Could swell by the weekend. You don't know. His spleen got does
1: it. what it does. So he <laughs> uh, he is cleared to play. Apparently, Jalen Samuels is out for a month. So that means that he will not be throwing passes for the Steelers. Yeah, they
0: said he got. Knee scoped, but I'm I'm pretty sure that they had to look at his arm <laughs> because that was that was a horrible pass. Like I've seen left-handed passes that were significantly better than that right-handed pass. Yes. Um, yeah, but we get Miami back from bye next week, um, so that's exciting for me at least.
1: Yep. Um, Miami back from bye to play uh, Washington. I'm excited personally to have the Giants. Playing the Patriots on Thursday Night Football, so I'll be excited. Oh, that's going to
0: be fantastic!
1: Yeah. yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Do you think
0: uh, Belichick's still a little salty that the uh, the Giants didn't take him as their starting coach as their coach?
1: I, I think generally was, suspect that. I think Bill Belichick carries every grudge that he's ever had. I was about to say that. I think he's salty about everything. <laughs> yeah just just every single thing that's ever
0: every slight every grudge every time someone got in the elevator didn't ask him what floor you know just like <laughs> everything <laughs> and i like that I, I like the ultimate petty head coach i'm here for that yeah because the alternative is you get adam Gase.
1: <laughs> oh adam Gase. oh man
0: it's uh it's pretty special but we should uh we should probably wrap it up um the you mentioned the the standings but um at this point there's really what two tiers there's people who have 20 points there's people who have somewhere between 14 and a half and 18 points and then there's um jake and will
1: um
0: those are three tiers uh well the I wasn't counting the third tier because it's just <laughs> Jake and Will just flailing around unhelpfully. <laughs> I mean, Will has still scored 23
1: total points on the season. But 23. his bench, his hit bench had a, another good week this week. It's true. His, uh, his
0: bench points, he's up to second place now in bench points. And um, his bench has outscored his starters by a factor of – Ooh, what is that? I'm going to say
1: seven. Yeah, about seven. Um, But his (laughs) his formula now makes sense. He's now started twelve point three percent of his points.
0: Yeah, Um, it's no longer in the negative, at least. Yes, that's fun. So, Will, what you might want to try to do is go through your normal process, and then just um, start the other two teams.
1: Yeah, Castanza.
0: Yes, indeed, the Castanza. Yes, you you might want to consider Castanza, uh, Ing. Um, and uh, props to to Joseph and Matthew for um not having those huge weeks that Russ and I had, but still being um, consistently in the top three or four teams every week.
1: Uh, I, I was next. So, I, was, I was next to last this week.
0: Well, i I'm talking for most of the season. Yes, you guys have been. Very consistent, and um, all of your decisions be Milan esque and may your spleen be just the right size.
1: Have a good week. Indeed, indeed.